Do you reflect your personal values with your questions? Welcome to Coaching for Potential with Rory Rowland. Join national presenter and consultant Rory Rowland as he discusses another aspect of powerful coaching and how it transforms people to improve your organization. Welcome to Coaching for Potential with Rory Rowland. Hi, Rory. Hey, Paul. It's great to be here. Thank you for having my friend. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad we get another opportunity to talk about how to really change people's lives and, and help them go to their next potential. And that is through coaching. Absolutely. I, my goal is to uh, get uh, managers, get their weekends back, get their sleep back, get their soul back, <laughs> get everything back. Uh, and by doing and then when I when I help organizations and see the managers learn to coach, uh, they get their weekends back, they get their life back, and they also have an organization that performs better. And that's what we're here to do. We are going to talk based on the, the topic again about questions. Who you, would have thought? You, you can't stress that enough, can you? I, I cannot stress it enough. I want to beat this to death. Yeah. But today we're going to talk really about uh, Michael Marquardt wrote a book called Leading with Questions. And he's got a section in there that, you know, you know do your values, um, you know, do your questions, re- reflect your values. And I just think that's a great uh, question for us as managers, you know, do our questions relate to our values? And I think one of the aspects of that is you can do questions. You can ask people questions in mm-hmm. your coaching things, in your coaching sessions. But is the goal to improve them or to get them to do something you want done? Mm. Okay. And if the goal is to get them to do something you want done, is that really your value to use coaching to so-called manipulate folks? Okay. Um, whereas if we're talking about improvement, I mean, obviously employees know they have a certain responsibility and our, and our job is our responsibility and our goal is to have them do that job, do that responsibility. But ultimately the question is development. I mean, in John Whitmore's book, uh, coaching for performance, he talks about a manager has two roles, basically get the task done, get the job done and your developer people and coaching allows you to do both of those. But also, you've got to do it in a way that, you know, none of those books have talked about the value of coaching or the ethics of coaching. And I think that's an important aspect of the coaching process is, you know, what are your ethics of your coaching process? Is your ethics to get the job done or is it truly to develop your people? If you're just focused on getting the job done or, or using coaching to, you know, persuade people to get their job done, is that really the ultimate goal of right. coaching? And I think that's just such an important question. But also another important question in the coaching process is, you know, the question we need to ask ourselves or a great question to ask ourselves is, do our or my values support my questions? And I think we need to ask ourselves that question from time to time. You know, do the questions I ask support my values or the que- or the values of the organization? And if they don't, am I am I off track or is the employee that I'm working with there too? And then the other side of the coin is if they do. Uh, or if those questions have, if you are asking those questions and those questions are legitimate and they do reflect that, have we been living our, li- excuse me, living our values? You know, mm-hmm. if the questions do reflect your values, then have we been living them? And I think that's a great question to ask your employees, your teammates, your department, whoever it is. And then if they haven't, should we reexamine our values and have our values been used in an appropriate fashion? How many organizations... Um, really talk about what their values are. You know, that's incredibly rarely, I believe. Yeah. And, you know, even even how often do we ask ourselves our values in our organizations? What do we what do we value? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the important key with particularly the millennial uh, millennials coming in the workplace. The reason we're having this 
you know, generational clash is because, you know, baby boomers came in after the great generation and, you know, wanted, they wanted, they wanted to be the me generation and they want to do a job that gave them a sense of, of fulfillment. But now, you know, millennials want a job that gives them a sense of meaning and sense of importance and sense of value. Mm-hmm. And we've got to be able to ask those questions. What are, what are they, what do they value? What is, what's important? What brought you here? What do you want to see that's accomplished? What do you want to see that, that happens? And I think that's just a, a great, great question. Well, I, I, I find that the, there's organizations who don't talk about it. There's some that say their values and don't live their values. Right. And then some that um, can really um, add to their bottom line by living their values. Yeah. I guess it's just like people, too, if you think about it. Right. You know, it's just like individuals. Uh, yes. It's like Stephen Covey wrote the book, Speed of Trust. Mm-hmm. If you truly trust somebody, you don't need a contract. If you truly trust them, you don't need all of the ancillaries. Okay, you're going to do this. You're going to do this. You're going to do this. You're going to say, hey, I, I want a bathroom with this, and I want this kind of bathtub and this thing, and I want this kind of vanity. And you go with it, and then you, what's your price? And you do it. You don't need a contract. You don't need any of that kind of stuff. So I think that's the that's the speed of trust. And um, I think the the great uh, in the the book, the Leadership Challenge by Kuz and Posner, which is legendary book, it's been out there for over twenty five years. But he says they say in the book, the inner quest to discover who you are is really the key to leadership. Leader is also yeah. the inner quest to discover who you are. Not only to discover who you are as an individual, but to truly understand who your people you're coaching with are. Mm-hmm. And I think that's such a great question to the process. You know, who are you as a leader? What what legacy do you want to leave? What values do you want to leave? But also, who are the folks that you work with and what are their values? And I think those and so as a coach, our questions help our employees discover who they are. Mm-hmm. And if we can help them get a better sense of who they are and what their values are and, and things like that, then they can truly, truly, truly make a difference. Uh, I'll give you an example of this. I was coaching okay. a young woman, and she had been promoted um, up in the management team. And truly, she had a question where the CEO had made a decision, and it was a question of, uh, you know, she almost felt like it was like a moral issue. It was a values-based issue. I didn't think it was. I thought the CEO had the ability to make that decision right or wrong or indifferent, the CEO can do that. But this newly appointed manager felt it was really wrong, and she wanted to tell the CEO of that. And so then I began to ask her, you know, basically the question I love to ask myself, does this behavior get you what you want? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and has this behavior damaged in your relationship? And so she had to basically go back and reevaluate her values to say, you know what, the CEO has the right to make this decision, and it's not a value, you know, do I disagree with it? Would I make a different decision if I were in in that position? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but does the CEO have the right to make that decision? And is it is it a life threatening decision? No. Is it morally wrong? No. Would I do it from a value based perspective? I would do it differently. But I think that's an important key uh, in that process. And so I think that's very very important for us. So our questions help us, or our questions help employees discover who they are. Also on Kuz and Posner's book, uh, The Leadership Challenge, uh, it's been interesting to see how leadership has changed over the years. In 1987, according to Forbes Online, in 1987, when the book was first published, 62% of employees said that they admired leaders who were forward-looking. In 2012, 71% said they surveyed, uh, said the same. So when in 87, it was 62%. In 2012, it was 71%. So looking forward. Looking forward. Forward-looking individuals. So you can see the change in values mm-hmm. now, how that is changing. 
In 87, 58% of employees wanted to work for leaders who were inspiring. Today, nearly 70% wanted to be inspired. So notice that was a, also a 12-point change from 58% to 70%. So inspiration and vision go hand in hand. And so that became one of the important values. So the question is, does your organization lead that way? And do we ask questions of the organization? Are they leading in that regard? So, you know, and also the question is, do we have a shared value? It's not just leader's vision that's important. It's also the shared vision. Do all of us share that vision, that value? You know, for a vision to really grab the imagination of your team, it must incorporate the hopes, wishes, dreams, and aspirations of those that you are attempting to lead. And if you don't do that, you're not going to be successful. So do your questions help incorporate the hope, wishes, dreams, and aspirations of those that you're working for. I think that's a very, very important key. Uh, There's a new book out by um, the Gallup organization called It's the Manager, and it's a great book. And one of the things that they talk about in there is that managers have to help people develop. It's more than, you know, you see some of these organizations, like, hey, we got a ping pong table, or hey, we got a pool table, yeah, or yeah. hey, we've got a kegger on Friday afternoons, hey, we all have fun. And, and Gallup has sent, found out that it's not those freebies that really inspire people. It's really lead with development. We want you to come here, and we want you to help you develop your leadership skills to become someone else. And so what they're really saying is, guess what? The workforce is no longer saying ping pong tables are fun or a, you know, a kegger on Friday afternoons is an important value. Mm-hmm. What they're saying is, I want to be, I want to improve as an individual going forward. And so are our questions in those regards? How are we developing right. our people? And do we, as an organization, hold that as, as an important value? And I think that's just such an important question. So... People aren't persuaded by the facts as much as they are by emotions, feelings, images behind those facts, says Posner in the book Leadership Challenge. That's true. But here's an important thing. Are we as managers coaching in a way that we ask them about facts, or do we want their emotions, feelings, and images? And so when I, you know, you see some organizations and they have the employee of the month, and that's a fact, okay? That person becomes the employee of the month. But I think what's more inspiring to people is having the, the success story of the month, the service story of the month, or the sales story of the month. Because it's not the employee that you're highlighting. You're highlighting what they did. How did I develop? How did I change? How do I improve? So um, then in Michael Marquardt's book, he's got a whole host of questions that are some great questions with regards to uh, inspiration and values. So so a, a coach should be asking both facts mm-hmm. and those emotional type questions. Right. right, facts and emotional questions. But the emotional questions are, you Based know. Based on the value, not just to manipulate, right? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, when do you feel most inspired around here? Okay. When do you feel least inspired? On a scale of one to ten, when we do this, how inspired do you feel? How uninspired do you feel? When you start asking questions like that, then you get a sense of what that individual's values are, and then you can lead from a value-based perspective. And when you lead with values, you truly touch that that individual. You connect with them on a deeper level. Um, you know, one of the things that we should probably do a whole podcast on how to connect with your with sure. your with your your folks. But an important question is that connection, that that sense of value. When somebody says. You know, what do you value most in life or what's most important to you or what's one thing that you would hate to lose? 
then you start talking about values, what's really critically important to the individual. And I think those are great questions to ask as a manager, not only to know the strengths of the individual, but also know their values, what's important to them as an individual, what's important for them as, as, an, as a, a human being. And I think that's just a great question. And so Michael Marquardt in his book, uh, Leading with Questions, had just a whole host of great questions in this regard that you could use when you're coaching folks and talking about values and what inspires people. So I, I think a great question he asked is, what inspires us? What inspires you? What inspires you about this organization? Um, what uninspires you about this organization is a great question. What challenges us? What challenges you? What challenges this department? Um, what encourages us? How do we act so that we encourage each other? What are some things that we can do to encourage each other? How certain are we of the conviction about our vision and values? Because if we've got certain values and convictions, are we really, are we really committed to them? Um, what values do we live in an organization? Or what values that we live, but they've been damaged by our behavior? And I think that's a great question to ask your organization and truly to ask that's a great yourself. Question. Yeah, it's a great question because you could go into that. I mean, that's you could have all kinds of discussions about mm -hmm. that. And so if you just took your employees out to lunch and didn't have, a, you know, a so-called coaching question or a coaching survey, yeah. but just said, you know, let's talk about the values of the organization. And, you know, do you feel like the values of the organization are truly inspiring? And do they challenge us? Do they challenge us to be the best that we can possibly be? Uh, you're really... And you've t mentioned this many times on many different podcasts, but you're really getting to know that employee as well mm -hmm. and what makes them tick. Right. I think and Gallup, you're building that trust. Right. I think Gallup has a great, you know, their Q12 survey talking about, uh, you know, what we should do as managers, but also when they're, they're Clifton Strengths Finders now yeah. is a great tool about strengths. But I think a great thing to pursue when we really haven't pursued as management teams or things like that is the question of what are the values of our organization and how do those values match with the people that work for us? Mm -hmm. You know, if we're just here to, um, I mean, it's just like multi-level marketing. I think one of the reasons it failed is because deep down inside, people knew that by moving up the organization, they had to bring in people underneath them. And inherently, that just felt not great. Right. You know, it just didn't feel like, no, I, I don't want to take advantage of my friends just so I can start making, mm -hmm. you know, thousands of dollars a month. And so you just, the inspiration is not there. The long-term vision of the long-term perspective on it is, is not there. So I think those are just great questions to handle. Um, how do we handle disappointments, mistakes, and setbacks? I think that's a great value to have as an organization. Oh, yeah. um, what are our strengths and weaknesses of the organization? I think it's a great question to ask. Uh, what do we need to do to improve our abilities or to move the organization forward? Uh, how solid is our relationships amongst ourselves? I think it's a great value. It's, do we value relationships amongst us as a team? How can we keep ourselves motivated and encouraged in times or, that are challenged or, or difficult? Um, how prepared are we to handle complex problems that confront the organization? You know, just like we talked in the last mm -hmm. podcast about a teller supervisor and, you know, wanting to improve the scores, but she was really working on the complex problems that confront the organization. And then, uh, what are the beliefs about how people ought to conduct the affairs of our organization? You know, are we, are we in an ethical manner? Are we, are being, do we value our ethics? What would you, how would you coach an executive team? Um, you're telling them to ask these questions. Mm -hmm. How do they overcome their natural fear of the answers? <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. Well, and I think that's, that's, that's part of coaching. Mm -hmm. I'll give you an example of this. I was doing a strategic planning session one day and 
and uh, I was asking the management team and the board of directors certain questions, and they were tough questions. And the CEO didn't like the response, and he literally took over facilitation of the planning session the rest of the day. He literally took the pens out of my hand, went up to the the flip chart, and then for the rest of the day managed the the organization. But it was not about you know I, I thought about it for a long time ago. What and I asked other people that were the management team. You know I asked the CEO how to do. Oh, he did fine. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And I thought well I'll ask other management team members. I said what do you think happened? And they go. Really what happened that day is that CEO didn't like the answers and he wanted to try to change the discussion so he didn't have to go down that path again. That's a huge mistake. Mm -hmm. As a leader, it's – hold on. This is just such an important moment. As a leader, the water – you can never get rid of the water cooler. Okay. Now you may physically remove the water cooler uh-huh. from the organization, right. and but there's going to be. They're all going to the coffee machine now. They're going to go to the coffee machine. <laughs> they're going to go to the Coke machine. Or they're going to go down the street to Sonic, and they're going to get a drink. Yes. And they're all going to gather together. And guess what? They're going to talk about your fear of facing these challenging issues. Mm-hmm. And so your team knows that you fear that. And then when you don't ask those questions or not willing to address them, guess what? Everybody knows, and that also defines your leadership. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, are these sometimes tough questions? No doubt about it. Are do they? Is it a, truly a great gut check? You bet. It's a great gut check moment. But great leaders overcome those gut check moments. And, and if I can add, if if tell me if you, if you think I'm wrong on this, this that you'll never be wrong. We might well, disagree, but we'll never. You'll never be wrong. Well, you have to show. That you're ready for whatever answer comes up, mm-hmm. because if you aren't, mm. you're building an organization where you're only going to hear what you want to hear, mm-hmm. which is bad enough. But the second part of that is that you're going to have a lot of people lying to you all the time. Right. Yeah. You know, you you build the distrust when you do that. Right. You know, it's it's the concept of loyalty versus questions yeah. that we talked about at the very first line that I read earlier. Mm-hmm. And many people interpret loyalty. This is from Michael Marquardt's book. He says, many people interpret loyalty as not questioning anything. When loyalty is focused on supporting the current leadership, a questioning culture may be impossible. And that's really the point yeah. that you're making there is if – if we can't question anything, if we can't really have those discussions about our values, our hopes, wishes, dreams, and aspirations, you know, an organization is made to make life better for people. And if you as a leader are not making life better for people, there's no reason for the organization to exist. It's, or, it's an organization that's basically existing so you can have a nice job. Mm-hmm. And that's not the goal of – that is not the goal of, of an organization. It's how do we help people improve their lives. So I just think those are some great questions that we can ask an organization. What inspires us? What challenges us? What encourages us? How certain are we about the convictions that we have about our visions and values for the future? Um, and then how do we, you know, how are our relationships amongst ourselves? Are they good? Are they solid? How can we keep ourselves motivated and encouraged in challenging times? I think those are all great questions that we can ask as an organization and then help us uh, from a coaching perspective, because those are all great questions that we need to talk about. And I've rarely seen Michael Marquardt talks about values in his book, but I've rarely seen and I've read numerous books on coaching where they really talk about coaching the values of your organization. I think that's a great question to ask. Do I 
represent the, my personal values and my leadership style? And does and do the organization's values mirror match and model mine? And if there's a disconnect, can I change the values of the organization, or do I need to change? Yeah. Or am I on the right path? I think those are all right. great questions to ask ourselves as we work in organizations. Well, I have a great question for you. Okay. How can people get a hold of you? <laughs> to ask you some other great questions. That is a great question. I love that question. Uh, I've got a website, RoyRoland.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-O-W-L-A-N-D.com. We've also got Coaching Managers University, so folks can actually learn these skills on their own online. So contact us for that, and we'll help them uh, We'll help them achieve that. So those are the ways to get a hold of me. But that is, Paul, of all the questions you've asked today, by far that's the best. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> thank you very much, and uh, thank you for this episode. We'll see you next time. Absolutely. Thank you, Paul. Thanks for listening to Coaching for Potential with Rory Rowland. Join us next time for another discussion about the power of coaching. This has been a KCTK production produced by Paul Lavoda and Rory Rowland. For more information and content, visit RoryRowland.com.